It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action, and you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, where you'll learn to awaken your divine intuition and open your human heart. Sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and learn. Here's Sarah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. So happy to be with you here today, this first day, December 2016. And, you know, I always think, do I say the date? Do I not say the date? Because I know so many of you are listening on a different date, but it helps orient us into um, this idea. Maybe these podcasts are being listened to years from now. It helps orient us as to what the season was, uh, what the weather was like, whether if you're here in the U.S. or uh, parts of the world where we're experiencing fall, winter, or, or if you're um, on the other side of the world experiencing uh, late spring, summer, um, just sort of orienting us to this idea of where we are in the calendar. And what we've got right now is um, new moon Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, uh, not not super familiar with Sagittarius, actually don't know a whole lot of Sagittarius, but um, the sign of freedom, sign of um traveling sign of uh, going out there in the world, what I often call the the seeker, the seeker style where you're out experiencing the world. And uh, interesting because, uh, of course, a lot of us are out and about more than we might normally be because a lot of us have holidays coming up and there's this preparation and getting ready. Uh, we're talking today, a uh, very interesting topic, are you stuck in the holiday consumer cycle. Uh, we're going to talk about how we are programmed to want, get, want, get, want, get, want, get, <laughs> and how we can break this cycle. It's very, very prevalent, uh, more prevalent, this desire cycle. I'm not going to call it a greed cycle because it feels that it's more of a distraction or an addiction. Uh, than, than motivated by greed now. Um, a lot of studies have shown that the way internet shopping, for example, is set up, it's just like gambling. Uh, the way that you're, you're sort of, uh, headed onto the screen, you're captivated by the screen, these images are coming up, you click and something happens, um, and it just gets to be a little, um, your brain is engaged the same way that you might when you're playing a slot machine. You know, like, how can I click through this process? The brain is given all of these signals, and um, the brain feels good when it completes tasks online, when you're playing a game, when you're doing Internet shopping. Um, the brain feels like, I did something, I did something, but really all you did was looked and clicked and, and, and then the thing arrives. And, and then also when you're in stores, the same thing, this sort of group thought takes over where, um, where you just feel this urgency to buy something, you know, you just, everyone's buying, you've got to buy something. And, um, so pay attention to that. Now, this is different than the beautiful gift imbued with love right? So there are gifts, handmade gifts, where you um, sit with the item you're making and you think about the person and you craft it and make it with all of your intention. 
going into that gift. And there are gifts that are so beautifully chosen, you know, that so thoughtful of the other person, just really thinking it through and, and providing what, what they might enjoy or not necessarily what they might want, but your understanding of this person. So it's a very, it's a definitely an art form. So the, that type of gift giving from the heart is just beautiful. But this other type, this uh, want, get, want, get, just be aware, be aware that, um, all those twinkly lights and beautiful decor, it's, it's really just, um, you know, a lot of it is meant to encourage you to buy stuff and uh, just sort of look at that this year as you're embarking on whatever it is that you're going to do this holiday season. Today is free readings Thursday. I invite you to call in to 844-390-8255. And happy to uh, speak with you um, and uh, see what's going on in your life. So right now, I just want you to um, go ahead and close your eyes. We're going to gather in before we head over to the phones. Oh, one last thing. Uh, Sign-ups for Spiritual Psychic Level 1, the small group, They uh, we only have a few more days. So if you're interested in being part of that, there is an installment plan for budgeting purposes. I always like to offer that. Um, please, uh, please get onto the website and take a look if, if you're interested in working with me directly in January. All right. So let's just close our eyes. We're going to take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth and in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And I just would like you to release. There feels to be a pervasive kind of anxiety feeling in the group today. Uh, so just let that go. You know, everything is okay. And sometimes with a lot of excitement going on or more things on your calendar in the month than usual or just other people's energy feeling a bit stressed from the holiday arriving so quickly just just kind of let that go And in fact, I'd like you to just imagine that you are by a, a gentle little stream, a little blue stream, and you're just putting your feet in the water, and you're just sitting actually down on some rocks, and you're just putting your hands in the water, and you're just sitting there, and it's just perfect. It's exactly the right temperature, exactly the right kind of day. And now you might just even lie down in this very shallow stream so that the water is not coming over you, but just rushing by you. It's just amazing. And just allow yourself to relax and this is a way you can feel when all this energy is rushing by you just feel it as delicious energy don't need to worry about getting swept away just notice the energy moving past you in a little gentle trickle little gentle movement and you're fine, and you're going to continue to be fine. You're just there breathing easily. 
and everything else can rush past without bothering you. You're in a state of calm and peace. All right, and with that, let us begin our time together. I think a family member has taken my chimes or moved them. I think I see them, but they're too far away. So we will just begin now. Uh, let us go to the phones again. It's free readings Thursday, 844-390-8255. Let's go to the phones. Looks like we have Sheila calling from Los Angeles. Hi, Sheila. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. What is on your mind today or what can I help you out with? Well, um, I'm 58 years old and I've never been married. So I kind of want to know if that's ever going to happen for me. And um, I just broke up with somebody. So kind of wondering, should I just move on or is this going to be another back and forth thing with him? Um. So uh, what's the longest relationship that you've had with somebody? What's the longest spanning? Um, well, uh, about seven years. Yeah. Okay. And um, what's the, you don't have to say the person's name, but uh, what's the, what's the person in a relationship that you, you loved the most or, or was like the best for you? Does someone come to mind, this person, like, that was the best, most healthiest relationship for me? None. None? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. wait, 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 wait. A long time ago in my 20s, I had a really good relationship, okay. uh, but that only lasted a couple years. And what were some of the, like, characteristics of this person, like, um... Was that person supportive or funny or what, what were the, what yeah, were he the, was really, he was really attentive he, and, um, I don't know if he was funny, but oh, okay. <laughs> he yeah. I'm just trying, he was a good person. Uh-huh, a good person. Okay. And yeah. with the re- relationship that you just ended, uh, and again, don't like, don't say they're that, Oh, that person's name is this. Don't say their name on the air. Cause we, we want to protect oh, people's oh. privacy. See, but um, what was this? Why? Why did you break up? Like, what was what was it about? Like, why? Why didn't it work? Well, it didn't work because um, even though he lives a single life, he's not a single person. Mm-hmm. And you know, he um, kept promising that he, you know, when he gets financially straight, that he was going to leave his situation which I don't really think he was going to do that ever. I think that was just, um, you know, how they like to prolong things and things and make you think something's going to happen that's not going to happen. So um, I told, yeah, I told him that, you know, I, I didn't care for what he And, you know, he got mad at me mm-hmm. and told me he will never contact me again. And I said, okay, thank you very much. Good, yeah. So it feels like... um. And, and then my last question is, and I have a purpose to all these questions. Um, how much when you were growing, growing up, were you, uh, told that you needed to get married or had that dream that marriage was like really important? I want to make sure Sheila's still there. Is, she, is Sheila still there? I can't hear. Okay, Sheila, can you speak? I can't hear you for some reason. Okay, well, I guess we'll see if we can get her back, but um, I'm going to just answer uh, because, so Sheila, I can't hear you, but um, what my sense is is that um, this this stress or um, this almost like a fixation that of that marriage is the best thing um, has sort of led you to accept relationships that you would have never accepted if you weren't sort of tied into this idea of marriage. Marriage is great, but also being single is great. And also being in relationships where you're not married is great. It's, it's like marriage doesn't make, it's not the, 
thing that makes everything perfect. Hello. Oh, hi. I didn't hear anything. Okay. Okay. So stay there. Stay where you are. And I'm going to say it again. So here's what I'm getting is that this um, fixation on marriage for you uh, is is what's causing you to accept relationships that are way beneath you. And um, you just like keep hoping like, ah, if I just am nice enough or if I'm better or I'm nicer, then eventually I'll get married to, and you're, you're sort of like that idea of pearls before swine. You're just giving all your pearls away to people that are not, uh, not worthy of you. So what I'm receiving is that you need to, um, let go of even dating and do some inner work and do some self work that, um, allows you to stop choosing relationships with people that are not worthy um, and just demand like what you really want. Like don't, don't, don't take anything less than that. And this will, once you you think, well, there's no one like that, but there are people like that. The more, the more conscious you get, the more you attract other conscious people. Whereas right now you're sort of like, if I'm just really nice, it's like, no, when you're just really nice, you usually attract abusers and liars. <laughs> so don't want to do that anymore. So I'd love yeah, for you to do, um, you know, on the website, I have a course, um, call in your beloved. It's just uh, $10. Do that course. It'll help it you it's called call in your beloved. And uh, just do that course and it'll help you figure out what you're really looking for. And that way, once you have a little, you can even put it in your wallet, like, this is what I'm looking for. So that means somebody who's I've already done that. Yeah, but, like, do it again. Do it again. It's in my wallet right now. Then don't accept anybody that's not on that card. That's, you know, you got to, like, stick with your guns and show the universe, like, you're serious. Like, you want the ultimate thing that you want. You don't want somebody that's not available, somebody with somebody else. So anyway, good luck to you, Sheila. I think it's just a matter of really being clear on your intention and not dating or even giving the time of day to anybody that doesn't meet your standards. And I I think that's, that's where it's broken down and that's where success will come um, in the future is saying what you want. And then if it's not that, <laughs> just move along. Don't even give a second glance. Anyway, Sheila, thanks okay. so much for listening. I do need to go to a quick break, and then we're going to go back to the phones. You are listening to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, and we will be back in just a quick moment.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. I must admit, I got so uh, tranced out by that Jayutal. I, I let it go a little long. Uh, let us go. You know, I want to comment a little bit more about Sheila, and then we'll go to the phones. I know we've got somebody waiting. You can call in uh, free readings Thursday, 844-390-8255. So Sheila's situation, and, and not just Sheila, lots and lots of, of women, you know, it's like they, they say to the universe, I want a car, okay? And I want this car to be blue, and I want it to be automatic, and also a convertible, please. That's what I want, a blue automatic convertible. And the universe is like, starts to get this ready for you, right? This blue automatic convertible. And then you're all out, like, you know, at the car lot or wherever you are, and you're like, oh, well, this car's pretty good. It's not blue. It's silver. And it's not an automatic. It's a stick shift. But I could probably, you know, I could pro- I could probably learn how to do that, probably, you know. <laughs> well, I couldn't, but somebody could. And, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not a convertible, but it does have a sunroof. And isn't that isn't that kind of, you know, I can make that work. I, I could make that work to have the sunroof instead of a convertible. And, and then you go for, you go and you buy the silver stick shift sunroof car and it is not what you want. And the universe is sitting there with your blue automatic convertible going, what, what's, why did you do that? It was just getting ready for you. If you had just held on and manifested and asked and were guided. This thing was being prepared for you. Why did you in a panic kind of jump to the thing you didn't even want? So anyway, be aware when you're led by the universe, what's in your heart is answered. Uh, don't, don't take, uh, less than that. Let us go to the phones. We have got Nicole, uh, from San Diego. Nicole, welcome. Hello. Hi. Are you there? Hi. Thanks for calling. San Diego's a, Beautiful, beautiful town, all that water and sunshine. I've been there a number of times. Tell me what's going on for you and what I can help you out with. Okay, thank you. Well, yes, I agree with you. We definitely love it here in San Diego. Um, I had actually spoken with you a a few months ago about a potential move, and in it you had brought up an interesting perspective that we're actually kind of going about it in a backwards way, and we had some issues to address before even really considering that. So, I was interested um, what in the issues and things that we've shifted, what you're seeing in regards to that now and maybe using that as a window into um, a reflection of our family dynamic behind the scenes and um, how we can become more harmonious, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, during the song, uh, I sort of drifted into a little because I can see your your name and I, I just sort of drifted into a little vision, uh, seeing what I would pick up for you. And <laughs> a funny little vision came. So around here up in Oregon, there are these beautiful little snails in the woods. And I got the image of a little snail, uh, slowly, gently, gracefully moving along, natural, pretty, nice. Uh, and you know, the whole idea of the snail is like his, the, the snail's home is on his, you know, is his back, I guess. <laughs> like the mm-hmm. snail is always home, no matter where the snail is. And so, I wonder how that. When I say that, what does that make you think about moving or staying? It's like you're you're kind of home wherever you are. And I have a feeling that means your particular little family unit. It's like your everything is set up now. It's it's a gentle, slow, beautiful process and. Maybe changes aren't even really needed in the outer in the outer environment. What what comes to mind there for you? Oh, it sounds like great progress has been made in the transitions mm-hmm. we've gone through. Um, yeah, I guess it takes um, some of the feeling of the need for it. it. It's it's in alignment. There's still kind of the momentum to get more space and and change things a little bit externally, but. I definitely feel like there's not such the burning drive for that to be kind of a fix-all situation. So Yeah, that feels very wise. And, you know, when you also look at, um, so a couple months of working on your relationship stuff, 
is not, I mean, that's great, but, but think if you're working on it for a year or two years, like things will, um, really, um, progress and move along. And then also looking at, there's been so much upheaval with the election and now with the holiday, um, just the fact that you've made so much progress with even with those gigantic uh, events going on, I'm very mm-hmm. impressed with that. So I would just kind of stick in your little snail shell <laughs> and just um, keep keep working on the internal, keep working on the internal and and let go of out external fixes and just keep going with that for the year and see how far you can get. It just, it feels very positive. So I think moving is not the answer. It's what you're doing is the answer. What the, the internal stuff that you're doing is the answer for now. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess well, good. keeping on the spiritual path. <laughs> that, well, big... you know, and um, that the spiritual path is really the only path that works ever anyway. So that's what I True find enough. in my life. It's everything else, like, it kind of doesn't even do anything. It's always... It's always the connecting with the universe and the divine and um, working that way. Hey, thank you, Nicole. Good luck and uh, keep 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 moving along in in your little pro- pro- slow, gentle, graceful progress. That feels really good. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you very. Much. All right. Yeah. Blessings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, N- Nicole is brings up this beautiful point of sometimes we think um, I gotta do this change. I think we've talked like an AA, they call it doing a geographical, you know, it's going to be better. if I just get this new house or move to this place or, or, or get this new thing. And again, that kind of relates to this whole, the, the want, get, want, get. But if you just stop and slow down and kind of realize like everything that I need is right here and the things that aren't working can only be worked out through connection and transparency and openness. And so, you know, like in Nicole's situation, like spending time working on the relationship instead of trying to, you know, add all these external factors that just create more stress and more separation. Um, Just recalling for yourself, like, the next big thing, you know, you get it, it's done, and then um, you want the next big thing. And what if you just stopped getting the next big thing and uh, and uh, just stayed where you are? And it's, it's easier, like those of you like 50 and over who have kind of, you set up your household, you have your stuff. You know, you, you, the, the basics, you don't need to get the basics anymore. Um, you get to this place of like really not, not wanting the next big thing. You know, already it's not going to do the trick. Um, you know, already that really it's just about these experiences we have in life, these quieter experiences, the daily simple things, the slower progression over time. Alrighty, let us go to the phones. Looks like we have Alyssa calling from Chicago. Alyssa, welcome. Thank you. Yes, thanks so much for your patience. What is on your mind or what can I help you with today? Okay, well, I recently became friends with uh, a woman who is a new neighbor and we hit it off really well. Um, We both are interested in the past life thing and we've both read the Brian Weiss books and so we had a lot of things in common and you know we felt we knew each other from before but I just am afraid that uh, you know and I I have a ten I feel like I really want to get hooked up with her really closely and do a lot of things together but I'm also a little concerned that she might be a little vampire-ish you know so yeah and and so um... I, I feel like yeah, you want to be cautious. So Nicole's sort of um, dropping in and out, but uh, let's see if we can get her back. But um, what I, oh, excuse me, Alyssa, I'm sorry. Alyssa, if you're, can can we, is, let's see. Yes. 
What I'm my here. sense, Alyssa, I can't hear you, but uh, my sense is, um, okay, Alyssa, can you, can you talk a little bit? I want to talk to you directly. We had some, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay, here. Okay. Okay. Stay on. Yeah. Stay there. I just couldn't hear you for a minute. Um, what kind of other friendships have you had in the past that are this kind of vampire-y? Because there's a reason you're sort of sensing it like, oh, you've been, you've done this pattern before. Does it bring up other friendships that didn't work out for you beforehand or in the past? Uh, well, a, a couple of years ago, I had a similar thing with an, a neighbor who I became friends with. And, and I could tell that, um, you know, at first we were really good friends. And then, you know, with the two-hour phone calls and I couldn't get her off the phone. And then she came over mm-hmm. to my apartment one time and she was just really like the controlling type. This woman mm-hmm. isn't really the controlling type, but it's still a, it's a form of, you know, like energy or emotional vampirism, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so what if it wasn't vampirism? What if it's more that your own boundaries are a little unclear? Sometimes when people like you have a lot of um, psychic knowing and you also have a lot of you're an empath is how I'm seeing your energy. And so your boundaries kind of blend with the other persons really quickly. And this is true. Like a lot of people listening, a a lot of us have this empathic boundary issue where we (laughs) we're just like so open and uh, we get misinterpreted a little bit and then we get stuck. So I have a feeling that um, this doesn't seem like a vampire thing. It seems like, boundaries aren't being clearly set and that can be a little hard because you might feel like you're being mean to her by saying clearly what you want or it might be awkward but that is um that's really what's being called for it's like you it's like your lesson like how do I retain a, a cordial relationship and maybe even do some things but not let it get out of hand so she's coming over every day and so forth and so on. It's like you have to set your limits of how much time you want to give to her. So that's going to be challenging, especially with neighbors. What it's bringing to mind <laughs> when I was when I was pretty young, moved into a new house and a neighbor lady came over, you know, with a plate of cookies and I was like, "Oh, that's so nice. Come in, chat." And then she came the next day. And then she came the next day and then, you know, pretty soon I was like avoiding the doorbell because I just didn't know how to say no. And that's sort of, that's sort of where I think you are. It's like, you got to learn how to say no very gently, gently, kindly, and just take, take your power back. Does this make sense to you? That instead of being afraid, oh, it's an emotional vampire, more like just set your boundary, set your boundary and you take charge and it might be awkward and it might be difficult but you're going to kind of keep running into this pattern over and over if you don't sort of figure out how to deal with it how to how to set the boundary yeah good luck to you i i think i think this is a is a is actually an a, a reasonable friend now and then but not a friend for all the time and there's value to having acquaintances and so forth. So you don't need to cut it off completely. She's not trying to do you harm. So good. Alrighty. We're going to, yeah, good luck to you. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Um, We are going to take a very quick little break and we will be back with more. Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman in just a moment. Oh 
Alrighty, we are back with more Ask Sarah, with Sarah Wiseman. We were just listening to Jai Utal. I want to, I had a reader, or excuse me, I had um, a listener email me asking where to find that. So it's J-A-I-U-T-T-A-L, two, two words, Jai, the first name, Utal, U-T-T-A-L, the last name, and um uh, all the albums are fantastic, um, astonishing musician, singer, so forth. Um, probably my my number one top. Like you want to put something on and listen. Jayu Tall. Uh, he teaches really great workshops. He's in uh, out of uh, Northern California area. Um. So uh, I wanted to go back to Alyssa. You know. Um, Emotional vampire is a term that's pretty widely used and it is good because it helps alert you to a pattern of an imbalance in energy, but it's really important to understand that we have the power, even if we don't always um, feel that we do, you really have the power in you to dispel or um, hold strong against against any unwanted energy. All you just have to do is just start using it. And so we tend to have periods of time, especially all of you empaths out there, which <laughs> is pretty much the whole audience, um, kind of tend to have these times where we just let our empathic boundaries blend with everybody else. And um, we, what is really called for is to have that beautiful sensitivity, to have that beautiful sensitivity to others, to feel other people's pain and, and all of this, but also to not be taken advantage of or not be, um, overwhelmed by other people or not. And so this idea of the emotional vampire, that's one thing, but this idea of, holding steady so that you are you you can only be emotionally vampired if you allow that right if you allow it so don't allow it hold your own power put your own boundary up it's okay to have a boundary that's a healthy thing that's a good thing um we're not meant to be merged and blended at all moments with everybody else uh, I mean, this is the reality. We're one, but we're not much an advantage of. Okay, let us go to the phones. We have Julie from North Carolina. Julie, are you there? Hello. I am. Hi, how are you? Hi, welcome. Fine, thank you. Tell me what uh, you would like to look into or what's going on in your life. Okay, well, um, I'm concerned about... Some of my finances and I have my own business. I do multiple things and just looking to see what it looks like, you know, anything else I can do or whatever. I've had some health challenges, which has made it hard for me to work as much as I usually do. Yeah. Um, it feels like this next year for you is kind of, um, uh, it, you know, like sometimes we have these years of a lot of expansion and sometimes we have these years of just kind of hanging in there and it feels mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's more of that style of year and this is okay. It feels like you've been working really hard in the last few years, but is that what it feels like to you? Um, yes, yes, I do. I teach classes and travel and I put on events and I also do mm-hmm. readings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm sensing too. Do you do healing work also? I do do healing work and that's been picking up lately. Yeah, um it feels like uh that it's all related. Like you're just needing a break and um you need to the, this idea that you need to work less hard in 2017. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean um, uh, a huge less income. It's more like you need to let go of some of the things that are harder for you to do. Um, mm-hmm. Like like for me, I, I don't travel because it's too 
uh, draining for me personally. My personality style doesn't fit with that. Now, maybe for you, you love it, but it's just like looking at each aspect of your business and going, this, um, this works and I love it and it's easy. This sort of mm-hmm. works and I don't like it <laughs> and it's really hard. And, and just really looking at, um, jettisoning out a couple pieces of your business and stopping doing that next year and keeping the that's, easy things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's always, yeah. Like, a- like what, what's, um, easy and works? Like what are, what's one thing that you know, like, oh, this is so easy and it works really well. What's one thing, one category? Well, oh, that I do. Well, yeah. I mean, I do lots of consultations on the phone and it's, mm-hmm. Because I have clients all over. And it is difficult to travel. I'm an extrovert, so I like to travel. I'm single, and that would be nice if that changed too. But, you know, so sometimes I like to get out traveling, but it is very, very tiring on me. Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, not do quite as much, but be a little bit smarter about it. Yeah, so maybe... um and and you know when you when you don't travel for a while it builds up this uh <laughs> sort of like a what is that i'm i'm not sure the word i'm looking for but you know like the everyone's so excited when you finally do travel there's even more people coming to to see you so i would take a break from travel as much as you're able to like through spring and then reevaluate but feels like you're meant to just kind of like Instead of trying to get an A, you're just really fine to get like a B right now. And a B is going to be like, you don't need to, you don't need to put in the A level work and you just okay. need a break. You just need a break right that's now. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's, and that's I, a good you know, way of looking at it. Well, and I find myself for me, once I, I used to try, so I used to try and travel and, and then I got sick. Right. And, um, and now it's like, only do the things that I am best at and I let go of all the things that were really difficult. And what I found is that when you just like go with your strengths, everything just expands so quickly rather than trying to force like what you should be doing or you should travel. So you don't really have to travel unless some people that's the perfect thing. Other people. So anyway, just look at each category and just be like, do I love it? Does it work? Mm-hmm. Is it hard? And just dump out a couple categories with no worry or panic about money. Just that's all going to be coming through just fine, but meant to take a breather. 2017, okay. a year of kicking back a little bit and not working so hard. So okay. good. Good. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You know, Julie, email me. Um, I have, I just came into my inbox a little, with some little questions uh, that will help you. So uh, send me an email and say, like, send me the questions and I will send those over to you. They'll be really useful for you. So anyway, okay. good. Okay. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Bye. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's uh, working. Working is great, but um, working too hard. Uh, it's just like, you know, in, in in I do weight training. Some I've talked about some some of you and, you know, you can't weight train every day. You weight train, then you take a break day. Then you wait train, then you take a break day, and the rest period is where it all happens. You know, uh, the rest period is where you integrate all of the uh, stuff that happened when you were doing the training. So, um, same goes for lots of things. So, this period of rest, the fields are not meant to be planted and planted every year. Some years we, we got to rotate the crops, and some years we got to not plant the field and just let things go. Um, we are not meant to be these beasts of burden all the time. Um, going back to this idea of the holiday consumer cycle and looking at um, looking at this idea of how things are set up, and I don't mean I'm not into conspiracy theory. I, I think. Things happen because of group thought, group energies, and we are all creating together this reality that we find ourselves in. And one of the things that happens during the holiday season 
is that we were all, we all become deeply desirous. So like when, when back to school comes, we all get this, like, let's get going. Let's get started. We all get into this mood of back to work after summer. Um, when the holidays come, we get into this idea of celebration and we get into this idea of magical things, the, the, the lights, the, the treats, the surprises, the gifts, the, the decor. And this is beautiful and wonderful, the sense of magic and wonder of the holidays. And yet this idea that that is what advertisers and stores and um, all of this consumer culture has learned. Like if we just put some twinkly lights up, uh, that's going to spring something in our minds and we're going to be more in this mood to buy stuff. So again, and then online, you know, if we just do the Cyber Monday or we just do the sale and have this sense of urgency, like these things are all like research. It's, it's no secret. You can do these particular uh, manipulations and uh, it'll force people to not force, but it will create the situation where people buy without really thinking it through. Um, so again, a kind of addiction, a kind of distraction, um, and even, even the eating of sugar, like you eat one sugar, you are, <laughs> you're kind of messed up. You eat one piece of sugar and you want sugar like all that day and probably the next day. You know, it's like not that it's so terrible to have a cookie. It's just that no, you go into that want, get, want, get, want, get desire cycle. Uh, it's chemically created by the sugar in your body. You go into that shopping thing. You create these chemicals of, I don't even know, probably some kind of endorphins or serotonin or whatever. And you create this, um, you know, the rat in the cage pushing the pellet, the bar for more pellets. Um, we're, we're not so complex really. And people know how to, how to track into that desire cycle. So look at your own desire cycle. Uh, look at where you're triggered. If it's sugar, if it's shopping, uh, if it's running around, if it's alcohol, like all these common holiday things and fashion, just look at it and, um, just see where you are. So I, and instead the antidote is of course going into this deep, beautiful quietude of the season. Um, I want to just read this a little bit. This is from the book, Living from Your Soul. Uh, the more, lesson 19, the more you can be, the more you can enjoy. When you are fully present, you become exquisitely attuned to the what is of everything. Do you know how it is when you are in nature, noticing everything, when suddenly the wind picks up and the leaves rustle in the air and a chill goes down your spine? because you are so fully there, so incredibly alive in that moment. And you realize that all the thoughts that you had in the moment before you noticed the wind and leaves and your spine, the looping, distracted worries that were attaching your energy to old times, old places, old people, you realize that in that moment of exquisite noticing, those thoughts simply vanished, went away. And you were fully present, fully alive with simple what is the wind, the leaves, the shiver down your spine. And in this moment of absolute consciousness, exquisite noticing, exquisite sensitivity, you were flooded with feelings of bliss, peace, awe and wonder. This is what it feels like to be living from your soul. So that every little thing, every little thing is worthy of holding your most rapt attention for its beauty and its profound perfection. The more you show up in your life with this full attention, it is here that you begin to experience peace, contentment, and joy. And you begin to understand that there is no place you would rather live or be 
than right here, right now. It's all amazing when you exist from soul perspective. Everybody, we're going to be back next week. Next week, we're going to start our Wiseman 3 Christmas music. I play that every year. It's uh, pretty funny. <laughs> and we'll be talking more about getting through. Uh, oh, next week, we're talking about family karma during the holidays. Always a fun subject. <laughs> uh, see you next time. You have been listening to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, and you will find me at sarahwiseman.com. Want more of Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in every Friday for more amazing teachings on intuition, spirituality, and you. Want to contact Sarah direct? Visit www.sarahwiseman.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.